Hello there, freaks, geeks, maniacs, psychopaths, deviants, sadists, and fiends, and welcome to Pure Fandom's Blood Garage. I'm Brad. And I'm Sarah. And we have finally made it to the finish line. Sadly. I don't know what to go with that. I mean, it was kind of an interesting closure. Um, things wrapped up and stuff and things, but I don't know about that season two. They're, you know, they're really good, really good at, it could really honestly go either way. You could, this could be it. This could be the end of it ever. And it was a nice little fun trip we took, or they could extend it. Right. Go straight up Candle Cove and do another thing. So, hmm. Before we get into this, you can find us both on Twitter. I'm Brad ZB and Sarah is Sarah underscore Gene 17. Also, be sure to follow Pure Phantom to keep up to date with the latest articles that have been posted. Check out Pure Phantom on Facebook and let us know what fandoms you're interested in. So, what was the synopsis of this movie episode? Movie episode. I wish it was a movie. <laughs> um, Arthur, Grace, and Slink attack Heart Enterprises, but their deepest fears are waiting for them there. And boy, the day attack hard—they just went straight in for it. I mean, I was expecting more, but um, there's no one left in New York. Seven thousand, roughly seven thousand people on street level. What are the people in the fracking tubes doing? What exactly did the fracking tubes do, other than take fourteen million people? Yeah, and I mean. Was it just because Karma kind of came in and didn't give a crap? Was there actually a plan for them and she just kind of shot it to the wind or yeah, uh, were they just there? Right. Where did they all go? I mean, they're they're gone. So an answer. I was kind of expecting this episode to be explosions from start to finish. There was one big explosion. That was all that we needed. But yeah, there was not as much blowy uppy as I was thinking either. Yeah. Now, Although the security measures in Heart Enterprises did impress me. I did like that. The time warp continuum there in the uh, architecture of how yes. they had two points. We didn't need an explanation on that. It was just, you know, was it Slink said it when Grace said, how can, how can we be in two places at one time? And he said, exactly. That was the answer <laughs> that we needed right there. And that was pretty yep. much it. That's all you need to know. The secretary at the beginning the fact that she was oh. a clone, I mean, not a clone, but a, a model, not a big surprise. Because I don't think she did anything else but say, please hold. I was so happy he killed her. She was very talkity. He, like, he had had enough of her. The One of the things that cracked me up about this, and I haven't looked because I'm sure if I did Google it, I could probably come up with something. When they were in the car getting ready to get there. And Slink was referencing the fan fiction between him and Arthur. Yes. I'm pretty positive that does exist. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't know if you watch Supernatural, but they have like a huge fan fiction base, like just thousands and thousands of stories. And they talked about, Dean was like, did you know that there's stuff in here about like the two of us, you know, brothers. So it wouldn't surprise me if blood drive would definitely take that step and reference it. Yep. It's out there somewhere. We get a, in this episode, we find out a little bit more 
like we had talked about previously, the blood engines are prototype soul reclamators, which is why everybody ended up without a soul back at heart. How many, what happens to those people when they get there is a different story. I mean, are they, I guess if they're perfect heart candidates, then if you end up in the soul reclamator, you're good to work there. Yeah, that I'm still, I don't know. I think I still have a few questions that like, even if they didn't get a third season, Mm -hmm. if they knew that they got a second season and that was it, I feel like maybe they'd be nice to us and wrap up those questions, but this is sci-fi we're talking about. So also probably not. No, I don't, I don't ever foresee (laughs) wrap up in these questions. I would like to see a little webisode. That would be awesome if possible. Because oh, I, I didn't think about that. Webisodes are great. I mean, you know, just get a little bit out there, do some stuff. But that was one of the things. We know that Slink at the end, you know, he blows up with everything else after he's realizing his humanity, I guess. But Karma said that she destroyed all of the clones. She broke into the uh, Antigua Research Lab where yes. he had all the clones of him were being made and that program was shut down. I, he gets this information from the guy who's cut in half, which was the best ever. Cause he was alive for <laughs> how long before that everybody just kept coming yeah. through. You'll be okay, man. You'll be fine. <laughs> that was my favorite telling him he'd be okay. He'll be okay. We can fix that. But so karma destroyed all the clones that were there. In the flashback, we've come to find out there has been 3,000 clones of him. Explanation for why he looks the same as a 1955 pitcher. He was probably just somebody who donated some, you know, fluids like Christopher did when they made him. So Donated. Yeah, donated. So <laughs> no forcefully donated. Um, so there's probably no reason no other connection other than that picture with Julian. That would be my guess. Yeah. But we also find he, out that they used the, the, uh, was it, how did he say it? Not body matter for, for Aki when he was talking about it in the programming, the biomatter or something like that. Oh yes. Something like that. Until yeah, we reference the whole part about her gaining her humanity only if she learns how to have an orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we there go. was like the error in the program and they thought that it was a really funny joke, you know. She'll right. oh you shouldn't have left that there. Oh, it's fine. It's okay. What's the worst that can happen? But Karma said that she destroyed all of the pro- all the clones. What about the clones? And this leads way to that air qu- I'm air quoting the second season thing. Unless, you know, <laughs> it comes out after we do this. <laughs> they, they got a second season. Even then, we still won't know. But what happened to the clones at the Primo event? Oh. There were still a couple out there. I mean, he had, what was it, about 10 in that in that container. Did she take yeah. out them? Did she know about them? I, I don't c- know. That's a good question. And see, that could be that could be kind of another one of their openings. Or, and we're not going to get the answer to the transference of the clone mind either. Right. Does he have to be in proximity to a clone to be transferred to it? Ooh, that's another good question. But kinda, I really hate it when you have good questions. Kind of like, uh, like we had this on Battlestar Galactica, the, the reboot. 
when one of the uh, Cylons, one of the numbers, I forgot which one it was, but they were farther away from, it was right there in the beginning episode, actually. He was farther away from the, uh, the, the ship that he could go back, jump into. I forgot. Oh, okay. I had it right there for a second. I totally forgot what it was, but everybody who's watched Battlestar Galactica knows exactly what I'm talking about. So if I hate it when you have good questions, yeah, because so, it makes me think about them for a week. Right. So if, does he have to be in proximity to the another colon to transfer or what? I mean, there has to be. A, I mean, it has to transfer somehow. Okay, it can't just magically be there. Or it could be. How does it transfer? Exactly. All right. <laughs> Our answer is exactly for exactly. everything from now on. How's it work? Exactly. Yes. Well, so, I mean, you know, our hypothetical second season, I'm going to say hypothetical, and then if it does get one, it'll just be like, surprise. We'll get done we recording this. We'll be like, it's done. We got a second season. I'm like, oh, okay. We'll just say we didn't want to spoil it. No. Side note, we recorded this before the show aired. <laughs> um, Slink sets a timer for 30 minutes because he doesn't want to go after Karma. He wants to blow apart like they went there to do. Of course, Grace wants to go save her. And, you know, that's how it works. Earn our hero complex. <sighs> yeah. God, it's all Arthur's fault. I about fell out on this episode, though, because in uh, the chatter, uh, the chatter online w- will be great when. Oh, yes. Karma runs into uh, Karma and Grace meet. And author's there, and she pulls out the camera, pulls out that gun, and shoots author. Yeah, I was like, what, "What?" And I was like, at first, I was like, "This is perfect." I mean, it's just one of those. That's that's it. He's he's just dead. <laughs> You're so evil. But that's how. On the other hand, here's me watching it, going, "What? No!" Right, and that's the whole. Oh my god, he's just dead. He's just they. They just killed him off, like right there. Crap. But I was, of course, this is blood drive. Yeah. So I wasn't ready for Grace to decide to kill herself off, only to end up in that white room with the blood trail. With the blood trail. Yeah. So that was quite different, and you know, that's the moment when Carver did that. She's like, "Oh shit!" Because she knew exactly what was going to happen. Then they would just meet back up and go to town. I'm so glad that you brought up the timers, though, because I think that that was my favorite part. The, the countdown? Oh, my God. Not once, but twice he uh, got me. Yes. It was great. I, I love the count, Julian's countdowns because, you know, hey, he's got to go out on his own terms. We skipped over. I mean, and we should have expected it, really. Oh, I kind of expected it. I didn't expect I it didn't. to go. I loved his little placement of the bombs in a heart on heart thing. That was great. <laughs> we have author down in the basement now. We know that last week Christopher wanted all the bandages. I mean, wanted all the modifications. So he's wrapped in bandages. And Aki's talking to him, and she's like, "Dude, we got to go. We got to get out of here. We'll do stuff because she's full on human, right?" Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Is she now? No, I'm yeah. I'm saying she's full on human now. She's at yeah. least she's regained that that much of her humanity to the point where she's ready to do anything for him. 
except Christopher was a little pissy about author, so he decided to go after him. And so, I was really disappointed in his character development. It's well, that's the interesting thing about his character development is how we will actually switch spots, right? Right. Because Christopher become, became Aki at the beginning of the season. And during the season, they've switched roles. They came, she was pure on evil right there, and they kind of fell in love. And that slowly changed for her to turn human. He went back for her, and now he's going against Arthur. So he is totally, he's not human anymore. He's Christopher 3.0. So they've totally switched roles over in the entire season. I actually had it in, had it in my head that um, Christopher and Aki would be the two to get away. I was originally I was thinking that, but as soon as he went into his whole wanting to get the modifications, I didn't think he was going to come out the same. Now, two episodes ago, That's I thought true. that these are the two that are going to survive and go off and do something. But as soon as he went full on, turned me into Robo, uh, Robo Chris, I didn't think he was coming back from that. I was so disappointed. I was more disappointed that he got all these modifications and he still can't beat up author. <laughs> That's also a good point. Yeah. It's, it's got all this stuff and he just can't beat him up. Can't beat up the primo. I did like the flashback that where we find out that Christopher did in fact hook up with that girl from the drive thru. Oh yes. And that was her the one that Whatever looked, happened to her? Well, apparently they didn't work out. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't leave him while he was at the bar. Uh, Wanted to stay with his friend. That may have been when the the, the line got drawn <laughs> out there. One one too many times at the bar, she's like, I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm going back to drive thru. Okay, so now that Christopher is out chasing down Arthur and fairly not really killing him quite as fast as he should, doing that monologuing thing. Never trust anybody <laughs> who monologues. Never. Arthur end up does actually help take him out, though, as soon as Grace jumps in there, knocks him over, and stabs him with the spear. This is that part that I was kind of disappointed at because... I thought for sure that he was just going to get up and pull the spear out of him, like doing a RoboCop thing. I mean, a Terminator oh. thing. But yeah, I, that's true. I can, yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see how the disappointment there. I was, I was more focused on. Um, first, I got stuck on the fact that <laughs> he asked him where his dick went. Uh, oh God! You I was laughing so hard. And he didn't know it either, which was, yeah. Oh, shit. He was so upset. <laughs> That's going to be hard to make another human. And, you know, Arthur's laughing about it now. But, yeah, I can see how, I mean, the battle definitely wasn't as drawn out between the two of them as I thought it would be. I mean, they've kind of been building this anticipation for 13 episodes between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought it would you be know? a little bit more than it was. I thought it may come down to something else, but. And then like it, having to make a choice. That's what I thought it was going to be. Right. In the end, it just kind of ended up him just being stabbed with a spear. <laughs> just yeah. That was it. 
I did think there and was... And then Grace asked him if he wanted a minute, and he was like, we don't have a minute. And I'm like, dude, no, he doesn't this is care. your best friend. No, he's like, I don't care. I'm done. I'm good. But we did find out that the basements of heart are connected to every heart building in the world, which was also an interesting thing. So that's how they got from California to New York. Right. That's how's that happen? Exactly. <laughs> I love that this is our new answer for everything. It just solves so many problems. Yeah, what's the problem? Exactly. I did like it during the fight, though, when author steps up and goes, oh, you're fighting the primo, you know? <laughs> and it just... <laughs> Full on pulls out the primo and goes down on him. Yeah. I was a little disappointed in, um, well, I mean, I guess I can't really be disappointed. Grace's character progression has definitely led her to this point of where she just can't give up on her sister. Mm-hmm. But I guess the part that disappointed me was how many times does she have to try and kill you before you realize that you can't redeem her? Oh, I know. It's just, uh, yeah, you got to draw the line. I mean, she literally, she literally died for nothing. Literally. Yeah, exactly. That's when, when the time came at the end, after she got stabbed by karma, it was this, the point there where you should have left, but no, she decides to go back for her and kicks Barbie into the blood gate. I mean, that's just, she wasn't going to make it. She she wasn't. That was going to be, I don't care what anybody says, that was going to be the end of karma. Oh, I agree. But and still, you could have had to, maybe a chance if you went somewhere else. Right. Like, look at where Arthur ended up. You know, he was alive. Right. He was uh-huh. naked and not in a great location to be naked, uh, but he was that. alive. I don't know. There was, there was a chance, but nope, she still had to go die with her sister, who then goes, oh, you're staying with me? The one with no soul is going, now she's worried about it. I. It almost would have been uh, more justice to have Karma try to kill her again right at that moment. Uh, yeah, I almost, I was thinking to myself, like, I hope when you crawl over there, she pulls a dagger out of somewhere and just gets you. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was just kind of, you know, she... I don't know. Just that part really didn't. That part didn't sit well with me. Now I like the part with um, Aki and Slink, where she goes yes. in to see him and says not to take out every. She hits him in the spine and breaks his uh, spinal cord. So he's stuck there. But this is the part that I also had an issue with too, right? Because mm-hmm. we've seen him stabbed and burnt and everything else, and he he's fine. So if you break his bones, that's when he's broken? Yeah, yeah, I thought... I wondered if maybe part of that came from... His confidence was gone. Like, when he, you know, when he thought to himself, like, oh, I'm the last one left, his whole demeanor kind of changed there at the end. Right. And he was definitely not in top fighting form, as usual. And Aki still had a little bit of her strength left. Maybe he also didn't expect that. But I was I was a little disappointed too because I expected another I expected it to be another battle and it was done before it even began. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He was worried about the Aki units running around down there because of what goes on. I mean, how they are. But yeah, I, I think after she got after he got knocked down, he totally was out of the game. But you had to love the fact that the timer wasn't even a real timer because he had to <laughs> he had to go out on his own. And make his announcement and go. 
Well, and I love how he was, um, they're all stuck in the room. Him, you know, Arthur and Grace are stuck here and they've accepted like, okay, well, that's it. He's just over there letting them have their moment. And, you know, Arthur electrocutes himself for that one last ditch effort and they still don't make it. And Slink's just like, just kidding. (laughs) The best thing ever with Slink was that ending spot where everything's blowing up and he just goes, and scene. Yes, straightens his bow tie. That was the perfect ending for him. If we never see Julian Slink again, that was the perfect ending for him. I totally enjoyed it. Even though I think there's more out there, but it was, yeah, that was a way to go out. You know, master of the stage, everything else. God, I just can't express how much I want a second season. I know. There's 3,000 of them. So this is something that, now that we know, well, we see the flash, but after everybody dies and author gets out, we find out that the FBI, I believe is what they said, was yep. looking into the bombing at the heart facility. Now, okay, they're looking into that. What about the 14 million people that are stuck in fracking tubes? Does no one care about that? <laughs> they, I mean, is that, a, is that still, are they still going to keep that a secret? I oh. mean, my question when that was going was, is heart really still up and running? Well, it was because globally it was all fine. And that's, you know, what they said. So some... So some higher up somewhere has to know the real situation. Right. So there's somebody else. But, I mean, we're not looking into the fact that New York City and L.A. are like graveyards and there's no one there. Nah, it's fine. It's fine. That's good. Heart just covers it up. It's it's fine. Nobody asks any questions because because exactly. That's why. Yeah, exactly. That's it. (laughs) And. That'd be my keyword tonight. Hashtag exactly. Hashtag exactly. I mean, we're going to trend it. We're going to trend it. <laughs> Author, they say they get a, he gets caught, and we see him um, washed up on the side of a, a beach naked to the Blood Rock Prison for the Criminally Insane, a subsidiary of Heart Enterprises. The show has turned me into an awful person. I mean, I may have been an awful person before I started watching it. But my first thought was that is a really bad place for him to be naked. Uh, yeah. Just laying there on the beach. But at least he still has his junk, unlike Christopher and Slink. That is true. Didn't think about that. Okay. So here is my other Slink theories that I had going on. And granted, oh, Karma could have killed him off. So now that we know, there was 3,000 Slinks. We weren't too sure about this previously on the episode where Rise of the Primo, I believe it was, the one where author became Primo. Yes, yes. We had all the contestants coming in from around the world, all over the place. Now, we know that Blood Drive is Slink's baby. He created it and everything else with it. Mm -hmm. Were there other Slinks at all the other countries running the show? Oh, and they were just talking through bloodgates, or was he just popping back and forth through bloodgates? I actually, I go more or less with the: were there other slinks all over the world? I would, I would think that there were probably more all over the world, just because that, like, he has such a big ego mm-hmm. that I can see him being like, well, I'd like, you know, 
a slink in every city. That's where I was going. I, I think there's just multiple slinks out there. One with a bad French accent. Please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that. That was not really French accent. It was more Romanian because I was watching Castlevania earlier. And oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm just saying Castlevania, really good. Four episodes, really short. Ah, great show though. Anyhow. Worth the time. It's worth the it's time. definitely worth the time. But yeah, I just see multiple slinks all over the place. And, and the whole fact that with that, I'm just having a hard time with Julian being the one who's dead. Because he was hard to kill by himself, let alone track them all down. I also refuse to believe he's dead. Yeah. But I also refuse to believe that Grace is dead. So I'm clearly on the, you know. No, Grace is dead. And Grace is totally dead. She's dead. And Karma's dead. No, she's dead. not. No, she's yep. not. Okay, Karma's dead. I'll go with that. Only because I don't like her. But I refuse to believe that Grace is dead. I refuse. Side point. They, the, uh, in the basement where Chris and hockey were, did the falling building actually damage that part of the basement where they were since the basement's connected with all the other heart facilities. So Aki and Chris can still be alive ish. Oh, she could still bring I, him back. You know, I had kind of, I had kind of thought that where they were, I was like, oh, like maybe, maybe they'd be all right. But I was more stuck on being like, if Chris was dead, Aki wouldn't want to live anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of, I was kind of stuck on like, oh, like is is Chris really dead from his injuries? I like cared less about the explosion and was focusing more on like, did Arthur and Grace really kill him? That's where I say I don't think he's, I don't think he totally died. But then again. They had fluids. She could make a new Chris, revive him, clone him, do something. But would it be the same? I don't know. Would it? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Until we try. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Where could you go for it from here? It wouldn't be the same blood drive because there's no race to go with. So if something else came out, it would have to fall into... Uh, like the Candle Cove area, uh, the channel. Sci-fi is very not, tricky. Not Candle Cove, Channel Zero. Then like that goes Channel Zero, Candle Cove, and the one that's coming up. I haven't seen that yet. The channel, the Channel Zero. Well, cha- well it's, the name of the Candle Cove is Channel. It's Channel Zero, Candle Cove, Channel Zero, and the one. That right, comes right. Yeah, I haven't. I have not um, yet focused. It's, I've it's seen good. it advertised. It's good. It's good. I mean, last season was really good. I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um, this season, I'm looking into it. It's kind of it's got a, got a good creep factor into it. So we'll see what we see. Never did get an answer to the Daisy Dragon. <laughs> and never did get an answer to a whole lot of stuff. So many things, and you know, sci-fi is sci-fi is really they're very very. Um, they're good at being tight-lipped about things. You do not know about it until they want you to know about it. Right. That goes for all of their shows. Oh, definitely. And part of me just feels like if they wanted this to be it in the end, that they would have killed everyone. They would have killed Arthur. They wouldn't have shown you that little 30-second clip of him washing up on the island. But that's just me. It's, it's hard. It's, I mean, it's... 
I don't know. It's going to be a hard thing. If it is renewed, it's renewed. I'm curious to see what people say about, I mean, it, you watched everybody listening. You watched the finale. What did you think about the finale? What did you think about the entire season as a whole? Do you think it needs another season? Do you want to see it continued? Now that like everybody except for one person theoretically is dead. <laughs> are you, or what? I mean, how would you like the grindhouse thing to go? I'd like to hear how other people think about this because I'm, I'm in a toss up. I mean, I was really drawn in by the racing in the cars. I mean, you'd have to kind of sell me on the other concept, but then again, it being grindhouse, we could, they couldn't make up something. Cause we've seen this, the same format has happened with like we were talking about with channel zero, but also with like Amer- uh, American horror story that changes every right. year. That's also, a, That's a new show every season, right? It's a new show every season. So theoretically we could still go with that whole thing, but is everybody stuck with the characters? Would they be okay for that? And it would be kind of funny if they redid the same characters and like they did in American Horror Story, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But yeah, I'm, just, I'm curious what everybody else thinks about how this goes down. We should make a poll. Yeah, we should do that. Blood Drive. Blood Drive should... I'm going to go on their Twitter and tell them, listen, you need to make a poll. And yeah. if more than half of us want a second season, you have to give it to us. Yeah, it's it's uh there's a lot, been a lot of interesting stuff because they just re- recently announced that uh, this past weekend that Dark Matter was canceled, which got a lot of a lot of feedback, a lot of hate from a lot of people on that because Killjoys was was kept on, and it's all about rating numbers and Blood Dive's rating numbers aren't as high as they could be. I mean, they're, it's it's it had to drop off. You, you can expect a significant drop off based on the content. So you had all these people starting off to watch this show who immediately turned it off like five minutes into it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it fluctuated there a little bit too towards, you know, towards the last episodes. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it started out really good numbers, but it has really kind of fluctuated and shifted. And, um, yeah, it's everything dropped off possible. So it's, Right now, it's kind of on that bubble for a renewal where, you know, the the ratings are. It's hard to say. But, yeah, with Dark Matter being canceled, Dark Matter had a pretty big following. But the difference on that one was, and for Dark Matter people who didn't know this part, uh, uh, Killjoys was uh, original content. It's an import from Canada and from space up in Canada. And Dark Matter... (laughs) is is um was a collab of space and sci-fi so it wasn't a straight import it was you know both of them had their hands in it so it wasn't just one channel or the other one that killed it off it was kind of like both of them for whatever weird reason that is and i haven't got that whole thing but that's kind of why that happened i mean and what and why Killjoys stayed? I spent a lot of time explaining that to people this past weekend because they're like, Killjoys sucks and Dark Matter is better, and everybody's like, No, Dark Matter is better, and yeah, everybody, you know, it's one of those things. So, I like both of them, so I, I'm half upset. It just, uh, yeah, I, that's where I was too, and it just cracks me up because then everybody's like, they keep all these crappy shows on TV on Sci-Fi Channel like The Magicians and Z Nation. I'm like, dude, really? I actually had this long conversation. I was like, you realize those are the two top grossing shows that they have on their channel right now. They so. have huge followings. <laughs> huge. So, um, the and Magicians I- and Z Nation don't have anything that comes close to touching them. <laughs> They're just there. 
I mean, that's it just it is what it is, you know, like, well, I hate it if we don't get another blood drive. I won't hate it. I will cherish the episodes we got, but, you know, I would definitely appreciate one. But it's something that it's network TV. You just got to roll with the punches. But what we got from blood drive, though, we have a, it's a totally new take on how they could do their shows. I really, really hope that with the relaxing of everything that they do on blood drive with the multiple fucks that we heard throughout the whole entire thing that they relax that on the magicians. I definitely think they broke some barriers. It was kind of a good tester to see what people were okay with and how far was maybe a little too far for cable TV. Right. But I think that, I think that overall, I think they did a lot of really, they were risk takers. And I think that a lot of the chances they took paid off. I mean, it's, it's a good thing for just finding out that information. Right. Uh, Because honestly, it it annoys me more with the magicians that they, that they mute out words on there that we know they're saying. Then it would be. That's always annoyed me. And you can, uh, when they release the, the seasons, they're not muted. So I'm like, okay, we've gone through this whole thing with Blood Drive now. We know the world is not going to end. Because at the beginning, there was a lot of advertisers that I was reading. I'm like, yo, don't advertise with them because it's horrible. They're, they're just deviants watching that. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. If you're advertising with it, I'm more or less likely to buy your product because you're taking a chance on this. Yeah, it's very – I mean, I was just joking with some of our pure fandom authors the other day. One of our shows moved from 8 p.m. to the next night at 9, mm-hmm. and even the actors were making jokes like, well, we've moved to 9 p.m. You all know what that means. Like, it's – I mean, kids are kids here – let's be honest. Kids here worse than that on day-to-day – on a day-to-day basis. Oh, I know. It's out there. I mean, it's all – I yeah. My – uh. My youngest apparently gained my sailor mouth in her texting one time. I found her phone and she was like, wow, <laughs> A plus for proper use of the word. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Proper grammar <laughs> is it important. In, yeah, use it in a proper, it's a, yeah, it's a power word. Come on, use it. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, I'd be interested to see how it goes from here on out and how things change on the channel, if it does change with the use of you know language and power words and stuff like that. Granted, it was over the top, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there that would work out well. Definitely. Uh, so thanks to James Rowland, the you know creator of this show, for coming up on this idea and bringing it to the network. I would have loved to have been in there for sitting down and the, the pitching of this show and saying, yes, so we're on you know cable TV. We don't actually have to have the same sensors that they have in network TV. So let's let that happen. And it worked. I would have loved to be sitting on that panel when they brought that, brought this pitch out. Right. And it would have been interesting. I mean, it would have been a good thing to do, but there's other channels that have done this already. Okay. So did you watch, happen to watch taboo? I didn't with Tom Hardy. Okay. No, but I'm a Tom Hardy fan. You should really go watch Taboo. Uh, that was on TNT, I think. 
they okay. were dropping fuck all over the place. <laughs> and it was, and it was like one of the first time I heard it that many times on a t- TV show. And I was like, holy crap, get out of here. And it just, it was really cool. And I mean, it, and it, it fit with the show. So it would have been one of those things if they kind of bleeped it out, it wouldn't have made any sense. But I mean, you had these people that were going and it just, it just worked out well. The high sparrow was in that too, by the way. <laughs> oh, from Did Game you, of Thrones. <laughs> have you ever seen psych? Uh, yes. We have a huge, I mean, there's a huge psych following. There's a movie coming. Everybody's loving it. So for the psych fans out there, they should have, they probably already know this. Um, James Roday actually directed two of our Blood Drive episodes. Okay, awesome. He directed um, Steel City Nightfall and In the Crimson Halls of Cane Hill. Very cool. I did not know that he, I knew he was um, trying to make his kind of breakout into directing, but I did not know that um, he was on this project until like halfway through the season and I saw his name and I'm like, that can't be the same James O'Day from Psych and it and it was and he um he did a really really fantastic job with both those episodes. Huh. Well, that's kinda cool. That's very awesome. You get a lot of people out here. I like the uh, new intro to a bunch of uh South African actors that we've never seen before in a lot of stuff. And I hope they kinda get brought on to uh, sci-fi channel and stuff like that because I was uh, Mariam Corlett who plays Aki. I love her. She is awesome. Oh my God. She, I, I'd never heard of her. I mean, I'm pretty well versed in pop culture and I had never heard of her and I'm like, man, like this woman is just phenomenal. Yeah. She was amazing. And who was, what, oh, we had all sorts of people who was, uh, what was her name? So right off the bat, I don't have these names on me. So, I can't remember. Uh, Cliff and Dami. Great. Oh. Um, Dami's name was, I cannot remember. <laughs> uh, Jenny Stead. Yes, yes. And actually, yeah, it's, it's one of those moments where I couldn't remember. I was like, I haven't seen her on Instagram and everything else, so she's hilarious. But she and was And we awesome, had Craig awesome. Jackson as Cliff. Right. So I want to see more of these people and stuff. So let's get them on there. Make it happen. I was um, I'm I've been a huge Alan Richardson fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. I loved him on Blue Mountain State, which was also another very like no holds barred type of show. And he, you can tell as an actor that he's not afraid to push boundaries or whatever. Like he doesn't care. I mean, right. he's he's whatever, but he's also like a singer. He has like an album out. He's got his hands in everything. And I hadn't seen him in a while. And when this popped up, I'm like. Oh my God, no way. Really? Hmm. I'd love to see more of him. And I think that sci-fi has found an awesome, awesome new player to the game with him and Christina Ocho. I, I would like to see him open up to do more filming down there in South Africa too. Cause a lot of landscaping on that was perfect. I mean, let's that was go, gorgeous. Yeah. Hey, if you're doing any, any post-apocalyptic shows, go on down there and do it. <laughs> That's the place to be. Yes, it is. Okay. So we've rambled on for quite a bit on this one. Do you have any last parting words for this one? Just that if this is the last season, I'm really, well, the only season, I'm really going to miss it, but I enjoyed the time that we had with it. Yep, it was good. Well, 
If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can find out what we're going to be doing over there also. Check us out on Twitter. Follow Pure Fandom on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, yeah, look for stuff. We'll let you know when we've got something new coming up. And please, please let us know if you want to see a second season and what you thought of this explosive finale. And then use hashtag exactly for everything. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.